Live from the Tech Talk Studios hey. in the nation's capital and the heartland of America. It's Tech Talk. Let's celebrate. There's a party going on right here. A celebration to last throughout the years. Welcome back. It's Friday. Guys, this is a celebration. We've got our buddy Dr. J back with us in the studios today. He's been off on hiatus the last couple of weeks. And uh, Jay, it's so good to see your face, your smile again. Uh, man, I missed you having you around. You too, my friend. It's always good to be back. And I, I missed you as well. But it's great to see your face and, and great to hear your voice. And I'm super excited about today's podcast. We do have a great guest today. Uh, we have uh, Mr. Dave Klein. Dave, is, uh, Dave and I have been friends for a long time, actually. Uh, he and I entered into a business partnership a little bit, uh, oh, a few years ago at least. Uh, Dave, I first remember when I saw Dave, it was in Vermont. And we were at a conference in Burlington, Vermont, and Dave wow. did not know who the hell I was. And uh, he, What? He, That's yeah, impossible. I'm telling you. But Dave was a really uh, a big speaker out there in the world on billing and coding. Uh, he's a, a great speaker in that. And he was speaking at, uh, at the uh, Vermont uh, Chiropractic Association. And one of my very good friends, Amy Cook, is there as the executive director. And Amy and it was just Dave and I. I think we were the only vendors there at the time. <laughs> and uh, I said, hey, come join us for dinner. Let me take you to dinner. And we got to talking, and then we started seeing each other at other conferences. And finally, at FCA, Dave said, "We got to do something together." And yeah. so we, over the years, we've done that. We're we're now drawing even closer with integration with the software. And so today, let me introduce our guest, uh, Mr. Dave Klein. Dave is the Chief Operating Officer for PayDC, and in the chiropractic software, it's one of the top that there is, in my opinion. They, he's got an amazing uh, executive staff. He's got a great customer service support. So all you listeners out there, if you, if you need uh, to talk about practice management software, Dave is our guy. And at the end of the podcast, we're going to tell you how to get hold of Dave and, and how. So Dave, welcome today. Uh, thank you for joining us today on Tech Talk. Thank you. Uh, really appreciate it. Been uh fans of the uh, show and uh, um, real excited to be here today and speak with you, Brad and Jay. And, you know, it's, uh, I've, uh, again, you know, we, we've been, it's more than just a few years, been a lot of years that uh, I've, I've gotten to know both of you and see it all the shows and all the seminars here, both of you speak and present. So it's a, the honor's all mine and I appreciate the invite. Well, I got to give Dave another shout out, Brad, if you don't mind, but you know, Dave, Dave gets involved in a lot of advocacy and policy work for chiropractic, volunteers his time to deal with national issues like the Aetna bundling issue that we're still dealing with. And, and, and Dave is a warrior. I mean, Dave is on the phone with us at a national meeting, kind of berating. I mean, in going to battle against the national medical director of Aetna, who's talking 
six sideways out of his ass and Dave is hammering him. And the great thing about, and I've worked with Dave, Dave multiple times on multiple levels. Dave has done audits for my practice. He did an amazing job auditing my doctors as a voluntary audit to make sure that our documentation was up to snuff, gave us really great feedback on how we can improve. Um, but working with Dave at the national level, fighting these abuses that the third party payers are dealing, dealing to us um, is, is always a great privilege because Dave, you, you really know your stuff and you don't put it with any bullshit. And it's just, I, I just want to give you a shout out because I appreciate you volunteering your time to help all of us out there that are dealing with these third party payer abuses. And a lot of doctors don't know the work that goes into dealing with these abuses. And, and I just want to thank you publicly for all the work that you do. I think a lot of people know all the work and money that Brad puts in, but I just wanted to make sure that you were acknowledged as well. Well, th- thanks a lot, Jay. I really appreciate it. And, you know, I, I believe in it. I, I feel, uh, I guess the term is probably passionate about what I do. And as, as I know you both feel the same way and it's, uh, um, you know, I've been in, in working in chiropractic for 26 years and uh, um, both at the practice level and then consulting level and then the practice management level. And it's, uh, um, you know, I, I appreciate that. And it's, uh, I, you know, there's a lot more work to do, of course. And I think we have to keep on battling. But, uh, um, you know, it's it is it, it's definitely uh I think we're making some headway slowly, but surely. And, uh, um, and that, and that's a key point. So thank you for that. Yeah, man. You're right about that. I think we're making a lot of headway. You know, we see in the classes Jay and I teach and, and some of the outside connections that Jay and I do, you're seeing doctors really catch on to what we're talking about with data collection. And it's with partners like you that allow us to do that. You know, my clearinghouse can only be a funnel, a funnel to a certain point. We've got to get that funneled in from you and, and a couple of the other partners that we have in the chiropractic space that are just outstanding at understanding that and wanting the doctors to be represented in those data sets. And just like you were talking about with the bundling piece, you know, we couldn't have done that without all the input, claim input that we did. But we've got a huge handle on that now. We can tell precisely who's getting bundled in the, in the queries and the things that we're building into that. And uh, so I look forward to working with you more on that. We just launched our new, um, our new analytics side of Infinity that's uh, going to give you a presence there. And also, uh, we're about to finish the appeals tool so that we can auto-appeal things real quickly whenever a doctor thinks that it's out of line. And Jay has found through his work that you know doing that appeals level is a way out of some of that. And uh, Jay, don't you think that's still still the avenue to go on the bundling? Yeah, I mean, de- definitely. Right now, doctors have got to fight back. And I know it's cumbersome and challenging, but at an individual le- level in aggregate, as more and more doctors appeal these claims and denials and these bundles, um, Aetna gets inundated or any insurance company would get inundated, but specifically Aetna would be inundated and have to deal with all these appeals Um so yeah, it's a critical component. Having the auto appeal piece is crucial. And I'm just super excited to see that get released. Yeah, we are too. We've been working on a while. We had to break off for a short period, but we're about to make it happen. Dave, tell us a little bit about PayDC, the history. How did you become part of it? Uh, let our audience know just where you started, where you are at today. 
Yeah. Um, well, some say it came from the dark side because uh, I was actually a perfusionist. So I operated the heart and lung machine during cardiothoracic surgery. So um, I, uh, um, I started doing that and then I got tired of the call time. I did uh, seven days on, seven days off, spent pretty much every holiday in, in an ER, uh, OR um, working the heart and lung machine and, and trauma. So I got out. My brother-in-law was a DC. I knew a lot of physicians, so I actually went to work for a uh, a billing service, and I started signing up a lot of DCs who needed billing help. Unfortunately, the billers didn't really know what they were doing, uh, so I, you know, I, I took it personally upon myself to learn how to bill and code and do it the correct way for the. Um, the DCs and, you know, there's a few physical medicine providers and others, but mainly I had uh, chiropractors that uh, we did billing for, but they didn't know. And there is a a certain, you know, there may not be that many codes you have to use, but there's definitely some nuances when it comes to coding and billing for chiropractic services. Uh, So I started doing that and then was asked by a client if I would come work for them. They had seven offices and Pretty soon they went to 36 offices in six states and I was running the, the billing uh, department. I uh, was in charge of training and documentation. I actually designed another, a different um, health record system that they just used as a proprietary system. So I had wow. some experience there. Um, and then they kind of got bought out and uh, they decided to uh, um, get really into, uh, some call it the ambulance chasing uh, and uh, I saw it as an opportunity to um, start my own consulting firm. Um, I had met at some of the seminars, uh, some different healthcare attorneys, and they um, asked me, um, you know, if I uh, uh, could help them. I had become certified coder at that time, right around 2003. Then I teamed up with um, a healthcare attorney. Um, another DC, and we started uh, um, what was PayDC at that time. And uh, um, PayDC was a product. Our company name is Advanced Provider Solutions. So we have a few different products in the uh, uh, integrated field. We also have a billing service, PayU. Um, but uh, that's it was uh, right around 2006 that we designed the system because a lot of my clients, I was doing audit defense and proactive audits at the time. And they said, Dave, do you have anything, you know, more automated than this, these forms? Because I was just handing out forms. They go, hey, fill out this form. And um, my best friend happened to be uh, engineer for a little company called Microsoft. So he knew a little bit about development and he designed or architected PDC. I designed it from a, uh, a standpoint of, you know, um, how it works on the the uh, UI side. And, and that's how it was born. And we've, we started it back then about 2007, we launched. And here we are today, we've got around a 1000 practices or so give or take, probably close to 10,000 users, I don't know how many providers, you know, some offices have, you know, our largest office, I think is 65 offices. Um, But uh, yeah, so that's, that's how we got going. That's amazing story. I didn't know you were a perfusionist. Yeah, yep. that's how you started yep. out. Yeah, it was a little bit different than chiropractic and physical medicine, that's for sure. No kidding. 
Dave, you've got a great story and I'm really curious to know because you've been in the field for quite a while now. Yeah. What what is what are some of the most important changes that you've seen in the industry? And mm-hmm. and what what do you see as some of the the most important changes that will come next? Well, you know, right now, uh, I mean, some of the biggest changes are the transition from, you know, it used to be when I started, you know, promoting our software that probably half, if not, you know, maybe a third had a system already and the restaurant paper. Now I'd say 95% of the providers out there that come to us are coming from another software. Um, there are a few hanger ons that, you know, still, still using the, the paper, uh, route, but, uh, for the most part, um, that's probably the biggest change. And then we are really one of the first cloud systems, um, in, especially in chiropractic and we're still around, I guess, future health was the other one and they obviously are no longer around, but, uh, yeah, we've we we've been around. We've basically the first or one of the first cloud systems that's been around there. As far as changes uh, going, I think that uh, um, you know there's a lot of things. There's some changes on the payer side that I'm seeing um, from a negative standpoint. Can you can you ex- can you yeah can you expand on that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm really seeing a lot of automatic denials. Basically, payers looking at um, provider profiles um, and using them to their advantage, not the provider's advantage, not the patient's advantage, but from my perspective to their bottom line. Uh, What was it? Mark Twain used to say, there's lies, damn lies and statistics. Um, You know, they use the statistics for their own good that I see. Um, and I am super excited this, some of the innovation that Brad and Infinity are coming out with because we can then use those to the providers and more importantly, the patient's advantage. And I think that that it really gets lost a lot of times with, with you know, doctors trying to fight and, uh, you know, going through and having to do the appeals. You know, you get on the phone and you hear these medical directors say, oh, well, you know, Nobody's appealing. Well, that's because we're talking about a $30 claim and it takes so long to appeal and they just can't afford it. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the appeal process that you are helping with, the statistical analysis that you're helping with. And I think it's critical because um, it is, I, I, it's, it's becoming, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. It's an epidemic right now amongst providers where you send in an office visit with an adjustment. It's pretty much, I'd say it's 75% of the time it's denied, even though you have, uh, you know, good reason to do it. And um, I think that is, that is some of the biggest change that I'm seeing on the negative side. On the positive side, uh, I'm seeing, you know, a lot of innovation with, um, uh, artificial intelligence. I think we have to be careful because it can be, um, yeah, it, it's, you can't let technology take too much over, especially given the type of disciplines that we're dealing with. But if it can be used to speed up the process, speed up the appeal process, speed up the denial or reduce the denial process um, and things like that, which we, of course, try and, and include in our software, that's where it can become very powerful for the providers. Um, 
nobody likes to document, nobody likes to, to send out claims. So if we can make it super fast, super effective, um, I think, um, and super, you know, I hate to use the word compliant, but you know, look, I'm a medical auditor and compliance guy. Um, I, I think that that's really going to help providers. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the compliance piece, you know, it's, it's so critical because what you're really doing is you're providing safety and security for the provider, right? Like if, if they've got a system they can trust and they know that they're billing and coding and documenting the right way, you know, they can sleep at night. And that's, you know, that's critically important because the insurance companies want to come after providers. They want to extract money back from their bank accounts. And, you know, having a system that can really work well for the provider on all levels makes a huge difference for them. Right, right. I have a, I, I have an analogy um, that, you know, compliance is kind of like the speed limit. Uh, the faster you go, the more likely you are to get pulled over. But it's so important for providers. A lot of providers don't know what that speed limit is. And the, and the payers don't make it easy to, to let them know. So one of the things that I really am passionate about is educating providers, both through the software, through um, continuing ed. Here is what the speed limit is. Now it's up to you to determine how fast you want to go. And uh, not that anybody, you know, guilty as charged. I don't go the speed limit. You know, I'm driving at 55. You know, I pushed 80. But again, you know, the <laughs> fines increase and so on. You want to be careful. And so providers need to know what that is. If you're just driving and you have no idea what it is, then you're at risk. So at least getting them that information, I think, is absolutely critical. Awesome. You're absolutely right, Dave. Let, we're gonna we're gonna take a short break and and get back to that because I think that we need to really drill down into that and, and understand that from a, a, a bigger perspective. Dude, I'm loving the music. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Brad Cost with Tech Talk. I just wanted to take a second to introduce our newest sponsor, PayDC. Here's Dave Klein. Hi, I'm Dave Klein, co-founder and director of business development for PayDC, the chiropractic industry's leading developer of cloud-based integrated practice management software. PayDC is fast, easy, and affordable to use. PayDC will significantly help you improve your practice in three main areas. Number one, it will help you reduce the amount of time needed for training. Number two, it will help you increase your revenues, both from insurance companies and your patients. And number three, the system is based on federal law, improving the quality of your documentation and helping you tell a better story of how you care for your patients. The Canvas app, the app that can take your practice to the next level by providing a customized, direct connection between your practice and patients. Through the new built-in rewards program, Canvas can grow new and existing patient numbers and increase your patients' adherence to care plan. What does your custom dream app look like? Elevate your practice with Kaizenovate. Listen to the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk. Show, we can stay right here and I can take you for a ride on my big green. 
tractor We can go slow or make it go faster Down through the woods and out to the pasture Long as I'm with you What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tech Talk. I'm here with my very good friend, Mr. Brad Cost, and my good friend, Mr. Dave Klein. Super excited to have you here, Dave. But before we get into some other questions that we have, I got to give a huge shout out to Brad, man. Brad's playing some badass music, man. I'm loving this, man. You know, we're doing a little country and western today. I don't know what did that to me. I, I started looking at I had some disco too, some 70s disco. Starting off with Cool in the Gang. Uh, that's right. I'm surprised you even remembered that. Cool in the oh, Gang. That's, I grew uh, up with that stuff. Did you? Yeah. No, you're not that old. Well, it's good, to, it's good to have the change in music, so thanks for doing that. Um, Dave, it's great to have you back. And one of the things that I wanted to pick back up on as we were talking about compliance is mistakes. And, you know, you've seen, I, I would bet that you've seen it all. If you haven't seen it all, you've seen most of it. So, you know, to share with the audience, maybe, you know, the most common mistakes that you see in documentation some of the important steps they can take now to, to stop making those mistakes, I think would be a really interesting area of discussion. So can you share that with us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things that I see, and I, you know, obviously uh, doing uh, EHR, uh, EMR, having the practice management system, uh, that's the majority of my time is spent on that. But I, I have done over the past, you know, 15, 20 years, uh, a significant number of audit defense. All, I, I do a lot of defense work for providers who are audit, both proactive and, and reactive, depending. And I think that one of the key aspects that um, providers need to consider you know, I think when you start working, and, and I'm not a clinician, so it's easy for me to talk about this stuff sometimes, but I've seen providers, you get busy, you're worried about caring for the patients, not about writing down everything you do. And one of the things that I have um, come to um, be very, I guess, vocal about is documentation as the story. It, it really is a sto- the story of how you care for a particular patient, either whether it's a positive or negative, but it's still part of the story. And when I see providers uh, just writing down or hitting, you know, same as last visit and things like that, that's where that story is not a great story. Um, and what providers need to do is they need to tell as compelling a story as possible. And how do you do that? Well, you're seeing the patient three, four times a week or sometimes, and you see them over, you know, four, six, eight, 10, maybe 12, 14 weeks. It gets tough to do that. Uh, So what I tell providers is, look, what is the most important chapter in a book? It's probably chapter one. If you can tell a great chapter one, if you can do an excellent job on your initial exam, and then you can develop a, a really well thought out treatment plan. The rest of your story is going to be better. And then when you go through and think of each visit like a chapter in the book, and all you're doing is making updates, you're, you're, you're showing that progression of care. Um, that is absolutely key. And then 
there's going to be big chapters where you have those examinations. And when I see providers documenting those exams, I just see a new exam. I don't see, well, what was the last exam compared to the first exam? All I see is that next exam. Those comparisons are what make it a more compelling story. And so, uh, and that's some of the stuff that we've actually written into. I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, uh, Microsoft Word and like track changes. We actually do when providers go in and they update their notes on a visit by visit basis, our system actually tracks those changes and highlights them. So, and I, I found that um, one of our clients was audited and about uh, 40 dates of service for a couple patients sent it in to Blue Cross Blue Shield. This is a, um, I'm not going to get into the state or anything, but they came back with an 87% error rate. Doc calls me up. Dave, um, you know, I've got your system and they've got my stuff, but they're saying it's 87%. It's there in the, in the notes, but you just can't see it. I don't know if you've ever printed out your documentation ever and try and read through, you know, 20 visits, but it starts to blend together. So what I did was I took a yellow highlighter and I just highlighted key aspects for that provider, sending the exact same documentation into that payer and they came back with a 17% error rate. So we decided to cook that right into that documentation to, to tell more compelling. So That's obviously you can't go in and highlight everything every time, but think of your documentation like that progression. You're going to have your major chapters. And if you do, you, you have to have that chapter one, that initial exam, you really have to set the stage and show why your care is so important. Make sure that your diagnoses match up with your complaints and things like that, all of those things. And then um, compare your results at each and every visit. And that's, that's, what, that's what I see really needs to happen. Super great advice, Dave. I love the chapter um, analogy um, as you're telling the story. I think that's really helpful. And providers, you know, listen up. Dave is world class. Like he's one of the best on the planet as it relates to understanding these issues. So heed his advice, please, for your own benefit and your patient's benefit as well. You know, I've sat on panels with Dave and uh, and I picked that up when he was first talking about that because I'm not a clinical guy either. And I, uh, you know, I didn't relate my my background was listening a little bit in the MD world where you do a standard H and P in your clinic. It's pretty well written notes, and I couldn't understand. And then I sat on a panel with uh, your clinical director Evan J. Williams, and he really drove that home of you've got to tell a story here, and it and it really clicked and made great sense to me. And if I figured if it made sense to me, it ought to make sense to all the clinicians that are out there. But you still hear those stories of the clinicians doing the one sentence or two sentence kind of uh, charting. And that just, it's crazy when there's software available like you have. And, and you do. I think you probably have one of the top coding modules that exist out there today. And your team's very innovative. Uh, yeah. You know, thank you for that. I know that uh, um, bringing Dr. William on board has been really a big um, a, a big lift for a company because he brings his expertise, you know, coming from the Cairo Code Desk book, that is the chiropractic coding book that most people have used. And he and I have 
become friends and colleagues. And we've, we go, uh, we help do a lot of defense work. Uh, we've developed coding, uh, auditing software, for lack of a better term, to help uh, with aid in proactive audits for providers and so on. And um, uh, he, he brings that clinical expertise to that realm as both a coder and a clinician. And so it, it, it definitely makes a big difference. And he actually helps us with, he actually gets together and does training with every new client we get. He gets in, talks documentation. One other thing that Evan brings is that um, it has taught me is that, you know, you can have the best documentation in the world, but if you don't have that, uh, that research, that, 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 um, basically that backing of what the industry standard is out there, that, that clinical, the clinical practice guidelines. Yes, exactly. You are not, you only got half the battle because, you know, look, I use the bullseye where, you know, if, if a provider wants six visits, great payers, not going to fight you too much. You get your six visits and you're gone. But how many times do you, do you need to see a patient more than six times? And, you know, half of that, that bottom circle is documentation, but the top half really is those practice guidelines. What is going to um, really support your position and the number of visits and what kind of services you want to offer? And there's a lot of ways you can do that. And Evan has helped um, us really use that and incorporate a lot of those guidelines right into the software. And it makes a big difference for providers. It makes a difference between 10 and 20 visits sometimes. So um, those are things that we really are focused on as well as trying to, you know, use those tools to your advantage, not disadvantage. You know, Medicare has out there, um, they've in the past, they don't do it anymore, but they've published, some people don't like them, but they published like a diagnosis hierarchy, which diagnoses warrant more care. And you can, you know, take notes on that and use that and combine that with the clinical compass guidelines and your documentation have some rock solid, very difficult to um, challenge rationales for why you're caring for a patient. And they happen to be getting better, which is obviously the goal. You know, Dale, I'm so glad that you brought up Clinical Compass. So for those of you that don't realize, Clinical Compass is the volunteer organization that puts out best practice and clinical practice guidelines for the profession. We are all volunteers on that board. We just use the money that we raise through fundraising to pay the researchers to do their work. Go to clinicalcompass.org, check out the website because there are tons of free resources available on a wide variety of conditions around best practices and the highest level of clinical practice guidelines. And Evan was on our board for many years, and he's you know astutely leveraged that information and that knowledge and being able to translate that to providers to put into their documentation so it makes sense as to why these patients need the care they need. By the way, the payers use the same exact freaking guidelines. Guidelines. They just don't tell you that. And so knowledge is power. Use the guidelines to your advantage and leverage a system like PayDC to help you document and get paid correctly. 
Yeah, you guys, we're going to take a break. But uh, Dave, when we get back, I know you've got a couple other people on your staff. Uh, I want people to understand when they're at a conference and they're seeing the PDC booth that they might recognize these names. So when we get back here in just a second, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of your team. You got a great team. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. As a Cairo Health USA provider, we're excited to work with you to identify which of your discounts are good, bad, or illegal. Most chiropractors bend over backwards to make their care affordable. Unfortunately, dual fee schedules, false claims, inducement violations, and time of service discounts can all put you at risk. And no offense, everybody's doing it doesn't work with auditors. At Kyra Health USA, we're here to help protect and grow your practice. Just listen to our provider stats. 20% overall practice growth versus 2019. Over 50% of CHUSA patients renew their membership year after year. Over 2,500 patients per month use our provider's search directory to find a CHUSA provider. At Kyra Health USA, our purpose is simple. It's to improve the quality of life for our doctors, their teams, and their patients. With over 5,000 providers and nearly a million patients, Cairo Health USA is the network that works for chiropractic. For more information, call 888-719-9990 or visit www.chirohealthusa.com. This episode is sponsored by Infinity. In the modern age of electronic data interchange, Infinity is committed to helping clinicians get paid fast so that they can spend less time tracking claims and more times with their patients. As a pro advocate for the healthcare industry, we create tools that make sense for electronic claims processing and business analytics. You couple that with superior support team, we strive to ensure your business is performing at its best. Infinity committed to the future of claim processing. Down, down, down. Let's slow it down. With the hot data jocks of talk. Ooh. It's Tech Talk. There's a party going on right here. A celebration. You know, there's a party going on every day when Dr. Jay Greenstein is in the house. And, uh, you, you know, it's it's just amazing, uh, Jay, how that audience out there loves you, buddy. Well, they love you just as much, my friend. And it is Friday, so we are allowed to have a little bit of a party, right? Friday is always a party. You know, I look forward to Fridays in uh, Tech Talk. I, I love talking to all of our friends out there. They, I know, it's amazing. They are a great group of people. And, you know, I think there are people sometimes that are hesitant. What am I going to do? What is Tech Talk? And they come on, laugh, listen to the music, and have a lot of amazing things. Just like Dave that we've been talking to. Dave is one of the top, wouldn't you say, he's in that top shelf, top tier of leadership across America trying to advance chiropractic, both as a profession, as technology, uh, in many of the associations that he is, he is involved in. Dave is just, in my books, one of the top guys uh, in the industry. Agreed, brother. I mean, he's done amazing things for chiropractic, lots of advocacy work that we've talked about, fighting the insurance companies, you know, dealing with the abuses that they throw at us. Um, just been an amazing, amazing chiropractic warrior. So, Dave, you rock it, brother. 
Thanks, yeah, guys. make that make that check out to C A S H. No, no, Dave. I, I mean that when I say that. I, I've now known you probably I don't know ten years, and uh, every time I'm around you, I'm very impressed with uh, your stance of helping others. And a lot of times, you're like Jay and I. You don't get paid for it. Uh, you do it because it's from the bottom of your heart, and you and you're trying to help this uh, profession. So, thank you from me. Dave, we were talking as we were closing out. I wanted to talk a little bit about your team because I'm really impressed not only with your in-house executive team, your chief executive officer, some of your developing kind, but you've also got some great people that are on the road that do your shows and conferences and exhibits. Um, and just tell us, if you would mind, for the next few minutes about your team, both in-house and those that have traveled, and then where where we might see you over the next uh, next few months. Yeah, uh, well, great. And th- thanks for that wonderful intro, guys. That's uh, very nice of you. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think we've talked about it. It is a lot about passion. I think all three of us we could say we're passionate about what we do, and that translates into more than just you know, our companies, I think. So I think that's important. Uh, As far as uh, my team, it is fantastic team. And I am super thrilled to be working with them. Uh, You know, our clinical director, Dr. Evan Gwilliam, I mean, you've probably heard of him. I know you two have heard of him, but many people listening have heard of him, obviously. Um, You know, one of the premier speakers in the um, industries at DCs, a coder like me. He's an auditor. Um, and we do a lot of work. We've developed different auditing tools together. We talk coding, which I'm sure everyone is so excited. And it's such a great topic. <laughs> um, documentation, all that stuff. But he does a great job. He travels a lot. He's going to be, you know, we're going to be at the FCA coming up. And uh, he and uh, uh, Dr. Brian uh, Weissman are going to be there. Brian is our new uh, national sales director. Um, we brought him on. He's, you know, he's been a leader in the uh, industry as well. He's uh, um, helped design different applications for different software. He's working with our team to help us become better. Um, we also have great support staff and, you know, our service manager and technical support manager and uh, uh, Dave Wenner. He's he's traveled around with us. He knows the software almost as well as I do. Um, and then, of course, we also have, you know, um, Mary Murphy. She's our um, our office director, and and uh, um, we also have such a great training team. And Christy, you know, we just have just a, such a fabulous team. Most of them have been with us, um, not quite from the beginning, but some of them have. But wow, I think the average is like eight years with our team, and so uh, um, some might say uh, we grow on them like mold. You know, just the <laughs> way it goes. So we uh, we really. You know, I think it's everybody on the team is passionate. They care about our clients um, and our clients, of course, care about their patients. And that, you know, that's what it's about. And and we want to have fun. And so uh, that's part of it as well as, you know, work hard, um, you know, be passionate about what you do and have some fun while doing it. And I think that's really important. That's awesome. I think having people on your team that have been with you so long is just a testament to good leadership and a good company. So congrats, because that that can make all the difference in the world as you continue to grow your brand and grow your impact. 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it it absolutely does. And it, the nice thing too is when you're collaborating, um, it's not just okay, we'll do whatever you want. It's you get that pushback, and you want that pushback. You absolutely. Want, yeah. And that, that makes a big difference in, and the directions we take and the, 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 uh, um, items that we work on. And, and, uh, I think it, uh, has, it's impactful for our clients. So, yeah, I would say Evan and Brian are probably the furthest thing from yes men. So it's great that you got them on your team. Love those guys. I work for them. <laughs> <laughs> I know how it feels, dude. I got the same issue. Not really an issue. The same blessing actually. Yeah. You know, I've been blessed because, you know, being a, a partner with Dave and in, in our businesses, I've got to know his back end team. You know, Bob, I've been on many calls with Bob. He's an interesting person and obviously a very smart. I think he's your chief uh, financial officer. Yeah, he's our he? CFO. And, and uh, he and I talk every day. We go through things and he tells me what I can and can't do as a CFO, of course. But um, he, he, he is just uh, um, someone who cares very deeply about the industry, our clients. And, uh, um, you know, I think it shows in, in how we treat um, our team and, and uh, um, it, it makes a big difference. And then of course, you know, our development team and Chandra and, and uh, just really just great, great people to work with. I can't say enough, enough good things about them. Yeah, I know my team has great things to say. Chandra has been on a lot. I've been on a lot of calls with Chandra. I know my operations manager and team have also. He's uh, he's a great guy, very responsive. And one of the things I like to say because we are teams, and it's funny how when we're at conferences, we're all friends. You yeah. know, we're some. You, we've got all these competitors that are actually vendors and competitors, but at the end of the day, we're all good friends. We all are there to help out. You know, Evan works somewhere else. Uh, Brian worked for one of your competitors. And Brian, Brian was always a longtime supporter. And Brian was the go-to guy when we needed something because the the other people at that vendor weren't very attentive like Brian was. And so he was always my, I had his cell phone number on speed dial. And uh, that's the great thing about you and a couple of your competitors that are my partners. I know you guys personally, if there is an issue we're not going to drag the client in the middle of it. You and I are going to have a call and resolve it. And, and I think that's, that's a testament to of trying to do it, the right thing for the right, uh, right reasons and help the client out. So, and Evan, I can't say enough about Evan and his lovely wife. I, I know him personally. I get to take him out for dinner a lot and, and have a good time with him. But he is one knowledgeable guy. Uh, and uh, even a non-coder biller like me, I can sit on his classes, sit in on his classes and understand what's going on. And he's just a good guy, you know, a good guy overall. Yeah. He might be one of the few people that I actually look forward to listening to when he's talking about documentation that never happens, but he is really, he's an outstanding speaker and educator because he's got a great sense of humor and he knows his topic and he keeps it simple uh, and he gives you actionable items that you can do like starting Monday. You know, he's, he's a rock star out there on the stage, man. I love listening to that dude. Yeah, he and I, he and I have worked very hard with. Uh, uh, we've collaborated quite a bit on creating uh, when we release our software, give our software to a new client. We don't just give them a clean slate. So he and I have worked very hard on the macros, um, putting together um, not just the macros, but a source document to show clients where those um, where we getting that information from. And I think that's something that's really important as I previously stated. 
um, really important for clients and, and he's fun to work with on that stuff. Very, very practical, very down to earth, um, but very helpful information. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, there's one way you'll know. Always know Evan at a conferences. Uh, he wears a coat and tie, but he wears a black high top um, tennis shoes. Converse, Chucks. yeah, Converse all stuff. Yeah, yeah, Converse. And do you remember the time we were on a big panel? I think it was at National, and we somebody got the word out, and we all wore uh, different colored uh, Converse high tops. Awesome. Uh, and we stuck our feet out in front of the table, you know, so uh, whenever he stepped up to talk, it was it was a fun time. He took it really well, uh, but it was sort of a funny point about him. <laughs> yeah, Dave, let's ask you a couple personal things. Let's ha- you're married. Tell us about your wife and your kids. She must right. be a saint if she's married to you all these years. Oh, my goodness. Come on. That's the understatement. We just actually, uh, you know, last Wednesday, we had 31 years together. Wow. Um, not together, but 31 years married. So we're actually together longer. Um, I'm, uh, uh, we have two, two children, uh, both adopted and, uh, we're about to, uh, take our, um, oldest one to pit, going to pit for first year of college. So we're kind of excited. I have a feeling there may be, uh, some tears shed, um, when, uh, we drop her off. Of course, not by me, but of course not. Wife. No, but, not at all. Um, yeah, so that's exciting. And then I also have a uh, um, a thirteen-year-old uh, going into eighth grade this year, and uh, they're both trying to. You know, hopefully this year is going to be a little different with uh, COVID and and uh, online. Uh, you know, schooling and in person. Hopefully, it's a, a little more normal since they're both pretty key years for for them, uh, but. Uh, yeah, and uh, and then we have two bulldogs rent to round out the family as well. So those are your biological kids, aren't they? Uh, yes, the bulldogs. The bulldogs, yes. yeah. <laughs> Hank and Steve. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> well, you know, Pitt Pitt's a good football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, that's what football games are for: is to go and hang out with your kids and and uh, watch some good, you know, great great Saturday. So. Well, Dave, uh, listen, tell us about a couple of the upcoming conferences real quick and uh, and find out where you're going to be if people want to uh, come and talk to yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, we're going to be at uh, the National. Um, we will also be going to ANJC's fall convention, uh, Pennsylvania Chiropractic Association convention. I'll be there. Uh, I believe, yes, you and I are both uh, going to be uh, doing it. I think we're going to be presenting together or at least in the same segment. I'm not sure. Cool. Jay, I, I was just reading that. Um, also, uh, we're going to be at, uh, I believe, uh, Michigan's fall convention, the MAC. I'll be there. Um, that's excellent. <laughs> and uh, um, and a few more. Um, I'm not sure. I don't have the full list in front of me, but you know that's a good, healthy start. And of course, we're doing a ton of webinars and and uh, uh, things of that nature. Um, so some of them I'm going to be presenting, some of them Evan's going to be presenting, some of them both of us are going to be presenting. So should be fun. And we're looking forward to a great fall and then, and then really kicking off uh, spring uh, coming up. So I'm excited about that. Well, Dave, thank you again for joining us today. <clears throat> this will be a popular broadcast and, and uh, you know, I, I appreciate you taking the hour out of your time to come and talk to us. And, uh, 
I hope the best. I look forward to seeing you on the road. Uh, I'm going to be at several of those that you just mentioned also, so maybe we can get together and talk again. Absolutely. Thank you both Thank for you having anyway. me. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Great to Pleasure. see you. All right. Jay, um, we big weekend coming up for you? Uh, We're going to be in Florida. We're going to be in FCA here. Yeah, in about, about a week. Real quick. Right? Yeah, but actually yeah. less than a week. Uh, you know what, Brad? I'm going to get some things done, get ready for my presentations at FCA, and uh, and just kind of chill. What about you? Same thing. I've, I've got to spend a little time on uh, my presentation. We're doing a podcast at FCA. I can't wait. Got a, yeah, amazing guest. I look forward to that um, and, and hope people really enjoy it. Uh, Katie Talento, that's going to be one of our virtual guests on the podcast. Yep. Uh, she is a very passionate woman about healthcare, and she is fun to interview. Oh, yeah. And she knows a ton. She does know a ton. A lot of things that most people don't associate with the problems of healthcare. And uh, I learned a lot talking to her yep. uh, the last time we interviewed her. So I look forward to that again. Yep, me too. Insider information, man. It's insider information. It's in- It's incredible. It is. Well, buddy, it's that time of the day. We gotta, we've got to end the podcast. But again, thank you, Dave. From Dr. Jay Greenstein, I am Brad Cost. Have a great day. I should have been a cowboy. See y'all. Listen to the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk.